the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, The Water of Life. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. I got the water that never, ever fails to quench my thirst. How's my thirst quenched? Bible study, church, prayer, fellowship. The Lord's Supper. It's something wrong with people that don't miss church while they missing church. Huh? Come on, don't shout me down when I'm teaching good. Some people using this damn destructive COVID excuse to miss church. And they have no idea that they have gone into apostasy. They have turned their backs on the true and living God that they say in by their absence that God can't take care of them in a building. Who's taking care of you at Walmart? Israel ran into that same blockade with God. You know what they asked God? Can God provide a table in the wilderness? They offended God. But yet we want to run around talking about they offended me. Well how many times have we offended the almighty? We gambling because we don't tithe. Well anyway. Have you any water? What are you thirsting for this morning? Now the Lord, the Lord, you thirsting for marijuana, you ain't no need of talking to Jesus. See, because the devil got a bucket. And he's always running around quenching people's thirst, but it's only temporary. Drinking alcohol, temporary fix. Going down that boat gambling, temporary fix. I don't care how much alcohol you drink, I've been there, done that. Okay, how many times you go to that boat and gamble, you're never going to be satisfied until you drink this water. Because this water is better than any water out there. And I'm concerned that a lot of God's people have turned to the water of the world. And that's what you're directing people to, the water of the world. Never told them about the water that's in your spirit. So this woman says, Give me this water. So that I don't have to keep coming here getting this water out as well. Now even though she was ignorant of what he was saying, 
Because she was kind of, you know, she was kind of, you know, against the Lord. Talking about, you know, I don't know how you're going to get no water out of the well because you sure ain't using my bucket. And the Lord said, woman, you have no idea who you're talking to. Because if you really understood that you're talking to the Messiah, you're talking to the resurrection, you're talking to the way, the truth, and the life, and you get flippant with me and I'm the one that made you, what's wrong with you? But at least she had sense enough to say, give me this water so that I won't have to come here ever again and draw. Ain't that what she said? And see, we live in an age filled with pride. People know everything. Can't tell them no thing. And then the, the stupidity of people to try to use God's scripture against him. Like for instance, I don't have to go to church. The Bible says wherever two or three are gathered. Nuthead, that's around somebody in the hospital room. That's somebody you're holding hands praying with at your job site. What about don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together? Oh, that ain't for us today. Show me that. Show me where it's not for us. Well, you know, I can take the Lord's Supper at home. Can you? Do you remember Saul when he intruded into that office? People are using everything that they can to keep from going to church or to keep from submitting themselves unto the authority that God has put in the church. I don't care if he's uh, saved or not. I'm going to marry him. Well, go right ahead. Do your thing. But just don't call my office for counseling. You're going to disrespect the church and run out there and get married and do all this stuff? Well, when you hit the wall, don't call. Call Morris Bart. One call. God said to come together. When Paul wrote to, to the church at Corinth, he didn't say to the one of y'all over there. When he wrote to the churches in Galatia, he didn't say one of y'all over there. Don't you have sense enough to know when you by yourself, you praying over there by yourself, but when we come together, we are a collective body. We're one body, many members. Quit all that foolishness. Anybody that direct you away from church is a demon. I don't care what their names are. All right, move right along. You still here? Anybody here thirsty? Look at verse 29, John chapter 4. So the woman came to the well. The well speaks of personal salvation. Okay? Where the rivers of water speaks of being filled with the Holy Ghost. Same Savior. Same work, more powerful. Where did I tell you to go? All right, the 29th verse. This woman had, 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 had uh, accepted Jesus, and it goes on and on. And in verse 29, she says, come see a man. See, when you get this water, you can't keep this story to yourself. Come see a man. Now, wait a minute. Who told me all things that ever I did. Is not this the Christ? Then they went out of the city and came unto him. Now this was bold. Because this woman had been sleeping with all these men. Now here she is, born again. 
in telling these men to come see this man. Well, you know, <laughs> isn't that amazing? She said, come show yourself. Come see this man that told me all that I ever did. Come see a man. And that ought to be the invitation that every believer have in their mouth to every sinner you talk to. Come see a man. You were born in sin, shaping in iniquity. Come see a man. Because Jesus can work it out. If you let him. Verse 39. Same chapter. Chapter 4. And many of the Samaritans of that city believed on him. For the saying of the woman who testified, he told me all that ever I did. Verse 40. So when the Samaritans were come unto him, they besought him that he would tarry with them, and he abode there two days. And many more believed because of his own word. And said the woman, said unto the woman, Now we believe, not because of thy saying, for we have heard him ourselves, and know that this is indeed the Christ, the Messiah, the Savior of the world. Amen. Now it's okay for you and me to testify, but it becomes real with people when they hear God for themselves, when they receive Jesus for themselves, my mama, they say, talked about him. My grandmama talked about him. But now I know him because I've heard him for myself. Don't just keep coming to church and don't know Jesus. Don't just keep coming because, you know, you're feeling guilty. Because when you look back at this woman's life, the Lord said, to this woman he said are you married do you have a husband she said yeah he said in essence that ain't true you've been married five times now I'm talking about what, what I'm, listen anybody in here listening huh he's not condemning her he's showing us the extent that people go through to quench their thirst. Married five times. And the man you're shacking with ain't your husband. He didn't condemn her. He just let her know that I know you're thirsty. I know you're looking for. I know you're looking for. I know what you're searching for. And what you're looking for, you're looking for something that will quench that thirst inside of you. So now you're strung out on drugs. Now you don't understand that the first high you got when you got high on marijuana or, or alcohol, you're trying to repeat that. And that's what leads to people getting overdosed. You cannot repeat the first high. And a lot of times when people get married and divorced, they're married and divorced and somebody like the last one that they divorced. Man cannot quench your thirst. This woman had a deeper problem. 
And that problem that she had is that she was trying to quench her thirst without the water of life. Only Jesus can satisfy the deepest longings in your heart. I know you're on Facebook. I know you're talking to everybody. When's the last time you talked to Jesus? He won't reveal your secrets. He will help you out. He will strengthen you. He will uphold you with the right hand of his righteousness. Quit putting all your confidence in these lying folk. Only Jesus can quench that thirst. Now, sometimes life, the waters of life. See, this woman, until she accepted Jesus, she was looking for something to quench her thirst. That's why a lot of people end up getting overweight. They are too deeply involved in mood food. And now you're all out of your dresses, you're out of your pants, and you just keep on eating. And you're putting all this problem on your body and your knees start blowing out. Because the body ain't designed to carry all that weight. People are thirsting and they don't realize that what they're thirsting for is more of God, which you can't get no more. It's you and me that he wants more of. But you're complete in Christ. Now, what happens when the waters of life get bitter? Your best friend becomes your worst enemy. That's bitter water. The place you've been committed to and working all those long hours and been faithfully committed and you got a perfect record over there and you the first one to man right up after 20 years. Water can get better. And woe, Jesus said, unto those that bring this offense. It's amazing how you can be faithfully committed to people and they're give you a glass of the most bitter water they got. So what do you do when life serves you up a whole pitcher of bitter water? I want you to go with me. You still here? Go with me to the book of Exodus. That means to get out. Y'all saw that movie? <laughs> it wasn't that something. No, help me stir my tea now. Exodus chapter 15. It, it took place in the life of the children of Israel when God had brought them out of Egyptian bondage. In Exodus chapter 15, commencing at verse 22 through 25, you'll find these words. So Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea. And they went out into the wilderness of Shur. And they went three days in the wilderness and found no water. And when they came to Mara, they could not drink of the waters of Mara, for they were bitter. Therefore, the name of it was called Mara. And the people murmured against Moses. Saying, what shall we drink? 
And he cried unto the Lord. And the Lord showed him a tree. Somebody say tree. And the Lord showed him a tree. Which when he had cast into the waters. The waters were made sweet. There he made for them a stature and an ordinance. The stature is not the statue of liberty. It's a guide to live by. He made for them a stature and an ordinance. And there he tested them. So they went through the Red Sea. By the Red Sea. And they came to these bitter waters. Now, when you have no water to drink. And it's amazing how the majority of the water here on this planet Earth is fresh water. I'm sorry, salt water. And you just can't be drinking salt water without destroying your system. We need fresh water. So when the children of Israel got out there, there was no water. The water, there was no fresh water. The water that was there was bitter. So Moses, they came to Moses. Moses went to the Lord and the Lord told him this. Put a tree in that water. And Moses put that tree in that water. Go to 1 Peter. Chapter 2. When Moses put that tree in that water, the waters became sweet. What does that tree represent? The cross of Jesus Christ. It's only when we apply the cross to our lives that the sweetness of God can overshadow the bitterness of the waters of this world. See, when, when, when a child of God gets bitter, we are instructed in the Bible to not be bitter. And a lot of times when husbands get bitter against their wives and children get bitter against their parents and wives get bitter against their husbands and people get bitter against their families, it's because you are not applying the tree of life to your situation. When Christ was on that cross, hold on, I'm coming. Christ was on that cross, on that tree. And guess what that man said? I thirst. What? What do you do when the water of life gets thirsty? What do you do? When the man that met the woman at the well gave her that everlasting water and here he is hung on that cross at Calvary. And thirsty. What was he thirsting for? It's real simple in my mind. Nobody standing around there believed him. He was thirsting for belief in the hearts of people. He was thirsting for fellowship. He wanted somebody to believe on him so that it would make his work and his labor on that cross to be not in vain. Do you believe that Christ died for your sins according to the scriptures? Do you believe that he was buried and the third day God raised him from the dead according to the scriptures? Do you really believe that? Then you have quenched his thirst. Amen. 
First Peter 2 and 24. Take a good look at it. Who his own self bore our sins. That's the bitterness. Bore our sins in his own body. Where? On the tree. Jesus took our bitterness. To give us his sweetness. No child of God ought to be bitter. Because the cross of Christ should be applied to every situation. Don't you let nobody make you bitter. Learn how to forgive people. Learn how to love people and love yourself and your enemies and your neighbor as yourself. Don't get bitter, get better. How can you do that? When you think back on the sacrifice that Christ made on that cross for our sins, that's the bitterness. When Moses threw that tree in the water, the waters became sweet. He's sweet. I know. He's sweeter than the honey. And the honeycomb. A lot of times in life when I get disappointed by the actions of other people. And sometimes my own actions that I don't agree with. I go to the rock. I go to the rock that's higher than I. David said when I am overwhelmed. Then Lord lead me to the rock. That's higher than mine. You don't need to be trying to kill yourself. Just get to the rock. You, you Learn how to pray. Learn how to release things. Learn how to let stuff go. Don't try to get even. Vengeance belongs to the Lord. Jesus in his own body bore our sins. In his own body. Watch that. On that tree. On the tree. So that our lives can be sweet. So our lives can be better. We need to drink of that fountain. You know when Christ was crucified. And after he died. A soldier took a spear. And pierced him in the side. And guess what came out. Blood. And water. I didn't say water. I said water. Blood for redemption. And water for the word. Jesus came in blood and in water. Identified himself with us through water baptism when his first cousin, John Baptist, baptized him. The Lord can take that cancer and heal that body. Ate that HIV. And heal that body. And can take the eloquent preacher's little back. And straighten that up. God is good everybody. And he's worthy of all of our praises. It's that tree that we know to be the cross of Christ. That makes our lives sweet. So whatever has happened to you. And you holding on to that offense. Let it go. Just let it go because you're going to be all right. First Peter 2 and 24 to conclude, who his own self bore our sins, that's the bitterness, in his own body on the tree, that's crucifixion, that we being dead to sins, turn our back on the world, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes 
you were healed. So since you were healed, why walking around like you haven't been healed? If we confess our faults one to another and pray one for another, then we will be healed. People can, people can make you hate them. They can make you look at them and say, you know what, you're just despicable to me. And then you have to look back and see what the Lord said. Last verse, Revelation chapter 21. Look back what the Lord said. What did he say? Forgive. See, the sweetness can be put back into our lives through the water of the word when we just forgive people and let it go. Because we have in us not only this well of water springing up unto everlasting life, we have these rivers of water flowing out of our spirit to empower us. Today's message, The Water of Life, FC3021, FC3021, is now available on CD for only $10, and it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885, or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119, or email us, greenwoodacres at comcast.net. Know Your Bible radio broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is... There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago and he answered me, came into my heart and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words and if you mean those words, they are recorded 
in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. Hello, this is Bishop Caldwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you. Now I see.